Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome everyone. This is Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity Coach on KTC Radio. I want to welcome you today. We've got a fabulous show lined up and I'm really excited about the topic today, uh, which is financial stress reduction, addressing your money disorders. And we're really going to be diving into supporting you as a, a soul-driven business owner um, and how you are viewing your money situation, your financial situation. I know many of you out there uh, might be um, experiencing challenges in your business, um, you know, in, in creating an income, um, and or what, or needing more. Um, so we're really going to help um, support you today in uh, addressing this really important um, topic, which I think many of us actually avoid. So um, this is going to be a, a fabulous conversation. Um, before we dive into that, I want to just introduce the show for those of you who haven't uh, listened to Keys to Clarity Radio before. Um, your host, that's me, Louise Crooks, the Keys to Clarity Coach, and I'm a, a coach, author, trainer, speaker, <laughs> and um, a visibility strategist, um, and um, I'm really all about helping soul-driven business owners get become more visible to attract more clients and, and really have more of an impact on the world. Um, and so Keys to Clarity Radio is certainly one avenue that I think is a really powerful one to be able to do that. And so here on, on KTC Radio, we have fabulous guests sharing a wealth of information around business, personal, and spiritual growth. I believe all aspects are important for our success in this world and, and to have an impact on the people we really want to affect in this world. So um, you will hear the likes of Marsha Weeder, Ali Brown, Michael Port, um, Mary Allen. There are so many who have been on the show and shared fabulous wisdom in some area of expertise that will help you to grow. So do feel free to um, check out the archives of the show there are plenty of uh, recordings there for you to dive into, some really powerful information to use at your fingertips. So I encourage you to do that. Um, during the show, we, will, um, we always love to have you uh, tweeting about the show. So use the, KT, uh, the hashtag KTC Radio um, and also the uh, URL to share is budurl.com forward slash wealth spirit wealth spirit and that's the uh, the URL to share on Twitter or Facebook or wherever you're posting this great information so without further ado I would like to introduce our guest and that is the fabulous Chelly Campbell hi Chelly hi Louise thanks for inviting me to be here today Oh, I'm so excited, and, and just for everyone to know, you know, Chelly and I know each other through a mastermind group we belong to on uh, on Facebook, and we connected through a course that we did last year, and, and um, it's just amazing how these connections um, are created. So again, there's a, another plug for uh, Facebook. It's a fabulous uh, uh, tool, but uh, Chelly, it's just so wonderful to know you and to know what what um, a valuable contribution you make in this world, and I'm so glad to have you on the show today. Thank you. It's just great <laughs> to be here, and I am so glad that we connected through that Facebook group after the teleseminar that we did together last year. It was just wonderful. Yes, it is amazing. It's, it's so great to be able to stay connected and to really get to know people that you've connected with on these, these wonderful programs that we, we get to do. So, yes, I agree. So let me tell everyone a little bit about you, Chelly. So Chelly Campbell is the former owner of a business management firm and a creator of the popular financial stress reduction workshop now taught by certified trainers throughout the country. She's the author of The Wealthy Spirit and Zero to Zillionaire, and she's one of Marty Shimoff's Happy 100 in her uh, New York Times bestseller, Happy for No Reason, 
and contributed story, stories to Jack Canfield's recent books, You've Got to Read This Book and Life Lessons from Chicken Soup for the Soul. She is predominantly quoted as a financial expert in the Los Angeles Times, Good Housekeeping, Lifetime, Essence, Women's World, and more than 50 popular books. And you can find out more about Chelly um, by simply going to her website, www.chelly.com, and you can spell Chelly, C-H-E-L-L-I-E.com, Chelly, C-H-E-L-L-I-E. L-I-E dot com. So awesome. Great. So <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, I used so to, I, I, I've been listening to speakers for many years, and they always read these long lists of credits, and yes. I thought, how am I ever going to get a long list like that? And now I just know it means you're old. <laughs> <laughs> Hang old, out long maybe, enough, maybe you're going to have a lot of things to say. <laughs> Maybe old, but certainly wise, Chelly. <laughs> and old is just a state of being, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, you keep showing up. People take notice. You know, they'll quote you somewhere. It's just yeah. uh, it's what I call sending out ships. You can't wait for yeah. your ship to come in if you don't send any out. Yes, I love that expression, Chelly, <laughs> and I know that you use that in the, the wealthy spirit. So I'm really excited. We're going to focus a little bit more on... Um, your um, first book that you wrote, The Wealthy Spirit, and um, uh, it's Daily Affirmations for Financial Stress Reduction. Mm -hmm. And I just love this. I I started reading the book, and obviously it's a a pretty thick book, but it's, um, you know, just getting started, it's really quite inspiring. But the real purpose here for us to, you know, discuss is how, um, you know, we can live in this environment right now where, you know, the life is fairly can be fairly challenging with all the things sort of happening around us, and it's really how do we how do we um, you know manage that, and at the same time create this experience of prosperity that we want to bring into our lives. So I'm excited to to dive in um, with you, Teddy. Um, I'd love to know how did you actually why did you actually write the Wealthy Spirit, and what what's different about it? Well, I started, well, let me just say this. First, my career was a musical comedy actress, and then I became a bookkeeper. Go figure that out. But, you know, that's that's what was, I was having fun and making money and doing good. And those are my three watchwords to make sure that I'm always on purpose. So that's how my life progressed, and eventually I owned a bookkeeping service. And I saw people just didn't really know very much about money, and they weren't keeping track of it very well, and they weren't managing their businesses from a profit-making perspective. So I started counseling people, and three of them in the same week said, you should teach this. So I started teaching my financial stress reduction eight-week course. And it was really successful right from the beginning. People really needed it. I could see I had an unlimited market niche, okay? So yeah. so then people kept saying, oh, you should write a book. And I went, nah, 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 too much work, you know. I didn't want to sell <laughs> product. Oh, I had a whole lot of yeah buts about that. And then there was a woman who took my class, and at the end of it she said, thank you so much, you changed my life. I said, you're welcome. I'm so happy to have been of service. She said, but what am I going to do about my girlfriend in New York and my mother-in-law in Arizona who cannot take your workshop for eight weeks in Los Angeles, California. Because at that time, there weren't any teleclasses. The Internet was just getting sorted, kind of. And um, so I said, you know, I really do have something here. Maybe I should write a book and put this information so it will be available to more people. She said, please do that. I said, okay. So now I go to the (laughs) financial section of the bookstore, you know, and I'm looking at all of that. And I think the people that I want to reach are not going to the financial section of the bookstore. So how am I going to get to them? Well, self-help, that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to be on the shelf with Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen and um, uh, Carlson, Richard Carlson, who did Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, 
and Julia Cameron, who had the artist's way, I thought, that's where I need to be. Yes. So um, in thinking about what kind of a book I was going to do, I said, how can I reach people about money, which is a hard subject that people don't want to talk about? I mean, who wants to talk about budgeting? Icky. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, well, the way I teach my classes is often by story, and it's very user-friendly, and it's, I make things really simple for people. It's not all about numbers and facts and figures, but just sort of common sense about how you're approaching business. What do you have to do if you're in business? You have to sell your product or service. So how do you sell your product or service? You have to let people know you exist. So I thought, now, in this day and age, people are overwhelmed, and a lot of people are not going to sit down and read a whole book. And I was reading the Daily Word every day since the 70s, you know, from Unity Church with a positive quote and a little statement of what to think of positively today. And I was driving in the car, and I went, oh, I'll do a page a day about money. And I'll have a positive affirmation, a positive quote, or something funny, and then I'll tell a story that illustrates a principle. And then it's simple. People can just read one page every day and kind of lighten their load and change their mind a little bit. And cumulatively, over the year, would really start putting these principles into their spirit and into actuality. So that was my idea. Fabulous. It's really fabulous. I'm so glad that you did this, um, Chelly. And now I know that you do run these workshops. Do you do them by phone as well now? You do tell Yes, I don't do them live too. anymore at all. Mm-hmm. I just do them on the phone because I have people now who show up from all over the world. I've had people I can from Hong Kong and Australia and Canada and every state in the United right. States. Everybody just picks up the phone at the same time, dials into the conference line, and we all fabulous. talk. It's so wonderful. Yeah, it's so needed. You need. Mm. Yeah, and it's so needed that um, um, it's wonderful that that's available to them. So, you know, it's it's not a surprise that um, people have a lot of um, negative ideas about money. But you know, how do they generally get them, and and what impact does that have, Shelley? Well, you know, when I speak to big groups, I'll always say, raise your hand if you took a class on how to make or manage money when you were in school as a, as a child. And maybe two people would raise their hand out of 50. And wow. that's the central problem. Nobody's really been taught how to have a positive take on these things, how to manage money, how to make money. Um, how to get a job, all of those kinds of practical things that you really need in your life aren't taught in the yeah. schoolroom. So yeah, if you're it's, not it's taught that amazing, it, it's really? I know, it's just yeah. shocking. Um, it amazes someday, me. Mm. Someday we're going to get this piece in. Yeah. But if you don't, or if you're not taught it officially, you just make it up. I say we're all graduates of MSU. Make stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I love that. And I heard it once from a speaker back in the 80s, and I, I don't know his name or I credit him, but make mm. stuff up, just I love it. <laughs> and so we make it up from what? We listen to our parents and what their conversation about money is. Mm. We listen to our our friends, our peer group. We listen to the news. We watch television. Everybody's always spreading all kinds of negative information about money. We learn Mm -hmm. it in church, too. If you've grown up, I grew up as a Methodist, Mm -hmm. and in church it was all about it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into heaven. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, it doesn't say rich woman. Mm -hmm. But I kind of knew that wasn't it, you know. It was man meaning everybody. And it wasn't until years later that I discovered that the eye of the needle was the name of the gate in the wall of Jerusalem, and a camel Uh could get through it. Right. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. A moderately laden camel, not really heavily laden. It was harder if they were heavily laden because they had to take everything off and go through Mm -hmm. piece by piece. Uh So, you know, the difficulty is because you can get trapped in the materialism thing and go for bright, shiny objects and accumulation. And if that becomes your game, 
you can ignore the other parts of life that are equally important, being spiritually rich and being mentally and physically rich and all of those kinds of things that we think of as wealth, having family that's wonderful and loving. That's a wealth in itself, too. Yes. But I, what Very I true. saw was that the wealthy people often had no spirit, and the spiritual people were often broke. Huh. So I yeah, said, it's interesting how that happens. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends on what you think is the most important game here on the planet called Earth. If you mm-hmm. really think it's all about material and accumulating wealth, you're going to overstress on that side. And if you think, really, this is a spiritual thing, this is a test, this physical thing, and we're not supposed to get into it too much, then you'll push money away from you actively. I can't tell you how many women in particular, women are particularly about this because they're so heart-centered and family-centered and love-centered, that it's harder for women to do the money thing because they're very conscious of when they ask people to pay them money that that's money that person is giving up and they have a hard time asking for it and if somebody can't afford it, they want to reduce the price to make it doable for them. It's all from caring, which is great, but you've got to make your way in the world and keep the body alive. Otherwise, you're just going into the spiritual experience and you might as well have stayed there to begin with. (laughs) Okay. I think where I come from is that we're spiritual beings having a material experience and we're supposed to master and balance both of them. Mm. It's a a beautiful dance between the two, isn't it? Yeah. Why why would you think that you're supposed to exclude one or the other, that we have all this inner riches and outer wealth possible and that we're supposed to say no to some of it. Why not say, wouldn't a loving God want you to have every good thing in every realm? That's mm-hmm. sort of where I come from. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. And, you know, I, I see what you mean as well, you know, about whether people see themselves to come here, you know, to have the human experience or the spiritual experience, and it can really take us from one extreme or to another extreme. And, yeah. again, we lose the point. Um of uh, having that beautiful opportunity to dance between the two. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody gets so, it up their own way. What ha- what feels good to them? What's the right percentage? But the yeah. the thing to notice is where are you feeling lack and limitations? If mm-hmm. you're stressing about money, worried about money, then something's wrong with that picture. It's not flowing easily and effortlessly to you. So yeah. something needs fixing. Yeah. And at the same time, if you if you have no relationships, no friends, no children, no family, and mm-hmm. all of your relationships don't work and you feel lonely and tired, then you're missing out on some of the spiritual principles, aren't you? Right. Absolutely. So the signals are all there for each person. Mm. Yeah. So... Teddy, you know, obviously there are a number of people who out there who do feel negatively about money, mm-hmm. and you know they've they've created these patterns of behavior and 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 thinking about money. How how do you get? Um, what what's your advice to people about starting to think more positively about it? Well, you really have to learn it by rote, and I know everybody in <clears throat> in our, our kinds of self help circles knows about positive affirmations and positive thinking, and The Secret was all about that. But look at how well that book, The Secret, did. It sold more books faster than any other book in history. In the period of about three months, they sold like 3.5 million books. People are hungry for this. They want to think more positively about money. But they have all these negative things that have been input and that are just tapes playing in your head by rote over and over and over. So I think we have to practice positive ones and say them over and over and over so that that becomes our default position instead of when somebody says money to you, you don't go, oh, people, 
you know, money is the root of all evil or money is hard to get or any of those negative things. Money doesn't grow on trees. You know the list. Or whatever you learned at your parents' knee, you know, your parents' conversation about money might have been, there's never enough. I can't afford it. I always tell my clients, don't say, I can't afford it ever again. You might say, that's not my priority right now. Mm. It's a different energy around it. Very different. So I teach people to start saying positive money affirmations, leading with my favorite, which is, people love to give me money. (laughs) Ah, Everybody listening, say it with me. People love to give me money. People love to give me money. Yeah. (laughs) It just makes you laugh, doesn't it? It does. It kind of takes the the negative connotation out of it, in in a sense. Yeah. Just like Mm -hmm. it's easy, and people love to give you money. Now, let me just say there's a corollary to that that I don't always touch on. But it's really, really important. If you want to receive money happily from people and you want them to be happily giving it to you, the way you start that ball rolling is you prime the pump by giving money happily to others. And Mm -hmm. I don't mean just donating to charity, which is a wonderful thing, and we should have a portion of our money that does that. But when you're in trouble financially, I really think that what you need to do is every bill you pay, write thank you on the check or thank you on the credit card statement or whatever. Uh Just be in blessing that, wow, I have this wonderful thing that I'm paying for because that's why you're paying for it. If you bought a car, you got a car payment, don't get all negative about, oh, I have to pay this bill. This is so awful. Yeah. You have a car. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense, actually. And just imagine if we didn't have those things and weren't able to, to you know, have the opportunity to to use them. So, in a sense, you know, being in gratitude for that is, is powerful. And yes. uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's an energetic exchange for that uh, service. Absolutely. Those ripples yeah. of that energy go out, and then more and more people show up and pay you happily, too. But it starts yeah. with you. You've got bills to pay, pay them, pay them happily in gratitude yeah. that the check is good, you know. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous, Shelly. Shelly, we have um, someone on the line who'd like to ask a question. Are you ready to take one? Oh, sure. Great, because I'm sure that there's some curiosity around the, this, this part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Just bear with me a sec. Welcome, area code 818. Would you like to say hello and where you're from and, and ask a question? Hello, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I'm from the San Fernando Valley in California. And what's your name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> My name is Wynn. <laughs> Hi, Wynn. Welcome. What's your question for Chelly? Well, I'm going to try and make this as quick as possible. Um, I have a 40-hour-a-week job. And I, two years ago, I started a small um, consulting firm that I thought I could do. I'm in HR, uh, human resources. Mm-hmm. Um, what, I've, what I've found out in the last couple of years is that I really like working for uh, women. Not, that's not to be exclusive, but women in small kind of boutique businesses who aren't really don't have good boundaries with their with their employees and just need someone to get them up and running and have good management of their of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, I was born way too early to really be comfortable with social networking, and I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about using social networks and um, going forward with, with marketing and that sort of thing. Oh, thank you for asking that. What's your question? Mm-hmm. Social networking is wonderful. Louise and I are on this show together because of social networking. We are. Oh, that's right. You met on, on it. <laughs> yeah, we met through taking a teleclass together, and in this teleclass they set up a a message board where we could share with each other about the work of the class. So a group of us, so many people never even showed up on that message board, which is just such a big mistake in my opinion. 
But those of us who did got real tight with each other, got to know each other, got friendly. So when the board was closed down after the class, someone said, well, I'm going to start up a private Facebook group and everybody join in over there. So we did, and it's been over a year now, and we're still going strong. This is what I believe about social networking. It's really simple. Get an assistant okay. or a teenager to set you up. Okay? Okay. Yeah. And yeah. it's just easy as pie, and then you start collecting friends. You start with the people you know. You ask them to introduce you to people, other people, and then people start showing up, and then you post things, and people will comment on what you post. Post an interesting question. And then the most important thing that gets missed a lot is go post on other people's conversations. When they start a conversation in a thread or ask a question and it's interesting to you, chime in. Because a lot of people have my friends on Facebook because I wrote something about what they said. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got to get comfortable with it. It just seems so foreign. And I'm just not – you're right. I've got to find a teenager who will take a couple of bucks (laughs) and and set me up with a domain name and all of those things. It's – and what about the piece about it's it's a very new business, so I'm having to keep my 40-hour-a-week job. I actually started this business because I thought, well, this would be nice to have in retirement years because it, it, I can set my own schedule and it's, it's work that I like to do. Yeah. Um, getting it up and running during this time is a little bit of a nightmare. Um, I guess every, everybody has to go through that just to get to get going. Any tips on where to start? Well, there's an old saying about that. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. The thing is, when you have to start somewhere, and, and um, the, you know, something that Shelley uh, uh, was talking about earlier, which is about, you know, being being conscious of the language that we use around what, what it is that we're creating. You know, notice... Um, you know that you um, you really had a perception around a, a, about Facebook, and that you know uh, it was. It, and I think we sometimes make things seem bigger or harder than than they they actually are. So you know, I have a master's degree in doing that. I need. To, yeah, you're right. Thank you for pointing yeah. that out. And, and you um, know, just starting the business, and that this is you know going to be a nightmare. To you know, it's that whole language thing. I think that um, you know just. Just create some awareness for yourself around putting, projecting this idea or this perception around what it's going to be like before you even get started. You know, the energy oh, of that is really going to, to yeah, slow you down. Right. It's a <laughs> nightmare. It's like a negative affirmation, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. that's, what, that's what I'll produce. Um, and I, I know this to be true because um, just last year I really got positive about my personal finances, and um, it wasn't a, a fast recovery, and I'm, I'm right in the middle of it, but it's so much better because um, I'm giving it the attention, the positive attention that's making it create a positive um, atmosphere for me. Good for you. Awesome. You sound upbeat. You sound strong. Yes. You're going to be able to do this, kiddo. If anybody can do it, you can do it. Louise did it. I did it. Now, I will tell you that when I started my financial stress reduction workshop, which I did back in 1990, I owned a bookkeeping service company that I had had gone to work at as an employee, became a partner, and then bought my partners out. And then when I saw the need, the lack of knowledge, I had three of my clients as I was consulting with them in the same week say, you should teach this. So I started the workshop on the side. I already had a full-time gig, but I started it on the side, just one night a week, you know, and as I was networking to try and advertise the bookkeeping service, I advertised the course, too. And it began to take over my life, and it got bigger and better. But it was four years before I went full-time with the workshop business. So I would this is one of the things I want you to give yourself a break. What we do, we have big visions, and we want to have it all produced within a month. And it takes a little time. It does. It takes time. Yeah. The important it takes, thing, it it, we want to give ourselves the opportunity to learn as we're going along, and, and part of that is also about investing in your 
in yourself and your business to to acquire the knowledge you need to to create what it is that you're putting out there. You know, I think a lot of people get started and think that they have everything that they need right there and then, and it's it's a, it's an evolutionary process. So to give yourself the opportunity when to to grow and evolve, you know, as as you're as you're doing it. Yeah, one of my um, things I'm focusing on this year is giving myself a little bit of grace. That helps things along a little bit. Um, uh-huh. the, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of a short sale, which takes up a lot of energy. Um, and uh-huh. it, I'm looking. I'm very positive about it. I know it's all good. It's just it's kind of there. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So you're right. If, if I go slowly with my business, then so what? It, it goes slowly, and I learn yeah. things that I might not have learned if I go quickly. Um, and I won't just yeah. give up on it because it didn't work right, because I was flying around doing things I wouldn't have done ordinarily. Yeah, Yeah, let me give you a tip, too. I mean, we all want to have everything perfect in our structure before we get it started. But I'm going to tell you, you can just pick one thing and get started doing that right now. Advertise that Mm -hmm. one thing. Any place you go, any place you know people, go to a networking group or two, hand write a flyer and pass it out. That's how I started my first workshop, is I had the ideas of the kinds of things I wanted to cover, but I didn't write the whole full eight-week workshop. I had to know, it was in a recession in 1990, and I had to know that I was going to make money from this, or I was not going to be able to spend time on it. So I wrote up a flyer for the workshop, and I mailed it out. And nobody responded, so then I started calling the people who I had mailed the flyer to. Hi, did you get that flyer? Oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. I said, well, let me tell you about it more fully, and this is why I think it would be good for you. And I sold it, okay? When I had 12 people sold, paid money, that were coming to my eight-week workshop starting in three weeks, that's when I wrote the workshop. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, when you have to. So I say, ready, fire, aim. Yes. <laughs> you can well, always as, our, fix as it. one of our favorite mentors says, Chevy, build the plane while you're flying it. Yes. It is yes, such a relief exactly. to hear that people do this. I always thought I was the one that was backwards, but that's the way it works best. I don't know. It does. Yeah, especially. And just okay, take one good. thing and pick a, you know, get a website up, but it can be one page, which is contact information, a little bit about your bio, and that's it. It doesn't have to be a big, enormous thing. I started yeah. with one page, and now it's huge. Now I have all kinds of things with a membership and all of that. I know. And a blog. It's very intimidating. And, yeah, but you know <laughs> so, what? I mean, I, it didn't happen in a day. It didn't happen in no. a year either. It happened over 10 years. Yeah, yeah. and I... I don't have a problem with waiting. Um, I have to remember that I don't have a problem with waiting, uh, but for the most part, I do see the value in it. <laughs> well, it's so wonderful when that you called in, and I, and I want to just make a suggestion to you because I think you're in the perfect place for it. Is um, a program that's coming up that I'm doing um, called Visibility Mastery, and it's really about getting an overview of all the different tools to help you become visible in your business when and it sounds like you're in that place where you're searching for that information we cover you know Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and video and all of those things so if you're interested in just checking that out you can go to visibilitymastery.com and you'll find the information there Definitely will. I'm writing that down I really get a sense that you're uh, (laughs) you're looking for that right now so Absolutely but, no, I, and as we were we were talking, this has been such a wonderful um, God shot, if you will, because I, I wrote down the name of my first book. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> That's so funny. Well, this um, is what happens when great people get together and brainstorm, and we we help each other, and we empower each other, and we say exactly. it's not so hard. Just take it bit by bit. You'll be okay. And then you relax. You'll, oh, somebody's been there and done that and is in it with me. And Louise and I will both help you. Call us up. Absolutely. Okay. If I'm blowing up your phones, I can't take the credit for that. <laughs> Connect with us um, on the Facebook as well if you get on there. Um, when we would love to, you know, Teddy Campbell and Louise Crooks, we're we're there and we're, we're, we would love to connect with you there. As well as anyone else listening. 
I'm on I'm on Facebook, um, but I'm sort of like a turtle. I I put my toe in and then I back away and put my toe in and back away. And I, I'm never really sure how to to be on Facebook as a business. So that's one of my first. Um, or maybe Visibility Mastery will help me help me with that. Well, um, and yeah. you go to Louise's Facebook page, and you go to my Facebook page, and you read some of the things that we're doing. Yeah. And, okay. and you can see what we're doing and use that as a model to get started. Oh, and I, I love I not even, reinventing the wheel. Yeah. Absolutely. And when I actually run a group on Facebook called How to Grow Your Conscious Business on Facebook. So <laughs> There you so go. if you connect with me there, I'll point you in the right direction so you can get the information you need for that as well. Yay. At the risk of, at the risk of sounding like, I don't know, something archaic, do I just put your name in to find you? Uh-huh. You can, you okay. can put facebook.com forward slash louise.crooks. Okay. Um, Teddy, what's your URL on Facebook? I have no idea. We need to talk, girl. I'm sure you'll be able to find Kelly very, very easily. Her name is unusual, so it's C H E L L I E, and then yeah. Campbell with a P. And uh, just search for I've her been, on Facebook. You'll find her. I've, I've been following Kelly for many years, so I um I know I know a lot about her. I have my I have your Wealthy Spirit book, but I look in almost daily. Um, oh, I'm so glad. Wonderful. Yay. Absolutely. And That's like great. Well, call me up, Wynn. I'd love to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hello. <laughs> you can just call me up. Okay. My, <laughs> my phone number is on my website, so. Oh, my God. I have to go to your website. Okay, yeah, I, I can do that. Okay. And that's I'm joking. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much, Wynn, for, for calling in. It was wonderful to, to talk to you, and it's so nice to hear of someone who's such a big fan of Teddy's, and uh, it was wonderful to have you on the show asking your questions. Uh, and Louise, I, I'm, new, I'm new to you, but now I won't be now. I'll, I'll be all, you know, like a stalker. Uh, no, I won't. No, that's, that's, don't say that. I said that on the radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll look for you on Facebook. Oh, my God. We're going to run now. You. <laughs> Stay well, Wynn. Bye now. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that's so oh, fun, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's wonderful. So, Teddy, I'd love to hear more about your um, the, the the principles that you have behind your the Wealthy Spirit book, and I sure. think that will cover a lot of what we've already been talking about. But give us a lot more I insight. I can give everybody to, um, the point so they'll they'll know what they should be looking at and watching. Exactly. For. There are six. First yeah. one is think positive, and we've done a lot mm. of talking about that already today. Already, the second yeah. one is sending out ships. Sending out ships is sales and marketing, basically, if you're in business. It's having a presence on the web. It's having a business card. It's calling people up and having a conversation, like we just had this wonderful conversation with Wynn, and I think we're both uh-huh. going to get to know her really well because she's yeah. part of our team. She's a she. It's a, a very natural connection, isn't it? Yeah, and that's how it flows best. Um, yeah, I will tell you that. Well, it, just to give you this point out of order, but the fourth point is swim with dolphins. And mm-hmm. I use this analogy: you want to hang out with dolphins and avoid sharks and tuna. And what I mean by that are the friendly, outgoing, fabulous people that you just relate to, twinkle in the eye, everything works perfectly, that's a dolphin. Dolphins are friendly fish, they communicate, they swim in pools, they jump out of the water just for fun. Sharks, we all know about sharks, they're eating machines. They're there to eat you. And you can't be swimming in the water with them because... They don't care that you have heart and soul and spirit. They want to eat you. To you, to them, you are food. And tuna are the food, okay? Tuna are the people that, like, there's three kinds of people, the people that make things happen, the people that watch things happen, and the people that go, what happened? Those are tuna. (laughs) They're not paying attention to the signs and the signals. They want to be friends with everybody and change the whole world. Well, you know what? There are sharks out there that don't want to be changed, thank you very much. They want to eat uh-huh. you. <laughs> uh-huh. 
So I, I love actually, that analogy, Chelly. <laughs> thank you. It's it's kind of fun, and I got it because it I read a book called Swim with the Sharks Without Getting Eaten Alive and uh, by Harvey McKay, and it was a great book, and I, I needed it because I was finding too many sharks around me. Really? But at, the, uh-huh. but at the end of it, I thought, but why swim with sharks if you could swim with dolphins? Mm-hmm. So how do I get rid of the sharks and just radiate an energy that draws dolphins to me? Mm. And part of that is really strengthening your spine and saying no to the things that aren't fun for you. Like if I meet yeah. people and they're just kind of crabby or nasty, I don't call mm-hmm. them up and try and sell them my workshop. I only talk to the people that are fun. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And really it just brings more joy into our lives and joy into their lives, and it's it all feels good. It's it's not like life is is hard work when you when you're uh, swimming with dolphins. Exactly, it's just easy and it's fun mm. every day, and that's all I want. You know, I yeah, don't need too. to appeal to everybody. I created my teleclass. It's not a class where I have two hundred people on the line. I never did those big seminars in the room with a thousand people. Tony mm-hmm. Robbins was the model when I was coming up in this work. And I just yes. didn't want that picture. What I like are small mastermind groups where everybody gets to share and interact and you learn about each other and that's the way I'm able I'm like a financial intuitive. As people are talking yeah. to me, I can feel the energy and see what the problem is with their relationship with money. And uh. that's the gift that I have. The information is out there. Buy the book if you want the information. But mm-hmm. it's the implementation of the information that counts. And for that, I need to be talking to you. I need to be listening to you talk to see where the right. gaps are, what you're hiding out from. This is what you do, and every coach does, Louise. You're yeah. good at seeing somebody's blind spot. They can't see yeah. it because they're blind in there. So you're there to hold up the mirror to them and say, see what you're doing, this is the problem. Yeah. yeah. This is what. This is how you can know your blind spot. When you read a book, what is the p- part that you don't like reading that's boring, that isn't uninteresting? Go back and read that again because that's the stuff you're missing. Mm-hmm. Ha. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, it's, back to, it's, back to it's the point. powerful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Think positive, send out ships. Four was swim with dolphins. Three, to back up, is count your money. Uh-huh. We're in the physical world. We have to know we're going to be able to pay the bills that we've signed up to and obligated ourselves to pay. If you've got rent, you've got to pay it every month. If you have a mortgage, you've got to pay it every month. If you have a light bill, you've got to pay it every month, and you have to get food money and gas money every month. What I want to tell everybody listening today, you are destined to get this message. This is for you, or you would not be on this call. But I'm here to tell you, you are a master at creating money. Look at all you do. You signed up for obligations for bills, and you pay them every damn month, don't you? Now, maybe things are a little tight right now, and maybe you can't pay every penny of every bill, so you pay a portion because things are going to get better for you because we are in a slump right now, but it's always followed by high times just like it was preceded by high times. So don't get all so excited and weirded out about a low downturn of the economy. It's a natural thing. It happens all the time, but everybody responds as though, oh, my God, the bottom is falling out of everything. I'm never going to make any money again, and nobody else is either, and America is falling apart. It's not true. Um, <laughs> we're, we're having and I, I love that you say that, Chelly, because also, and I didn't realize this when I was younger because I hadn't really gone through a financial cycle. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you tend to go into that space of fear or you tend to live in this, this space of, of you know, the world is your oyster as well, you know, when you're in in high times and, you know, not necessarily know that it is a cyclical experience, you know, that there is there are high times and there are slumps and to be able to work with both. Yes. And that's what financial stress reduction is in a nutshell. 
it's during the high times. You don't live to the maximum of your income. You save right. some of it. So when the low times come, you've got some money still, and you don't feel like, oh, my God, I can't pay my rent. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's really powerful. And it's, um, you know, I think uh, that's where a lot of people, you know, experience a lot of um, distress in this, uh, this slump because we, you know, there were so many people that lived really at the height of their the in- their income in the high times and mm-hmm. not seeing that there was going to be a cycle, you know, in that. Um, and uh, that's where a lot of people have really suffered with this, this downturn. So I love that you're teaching about that, uh, Chetty. It's powerful. Thank you. Really it, powerful. it really is so necessary so people can have their equilibrium and not operate from fear. This is the yeah. whole thing about the stock market. What do they tell you? Buy low, sell high. That's common financial advice. Everybody knows it. But when the stock market starts dropping, everybody goes and sells. That's selling low. That's the exact wrong thing to be doing. So uh, often what's really good for you financially is counterintuitive to your emotions, Mm. which is really hard. But you've got to get this and start mastering your money so that you're yeah. creating the flow of it, you know what to do, and know that no matter how bad things get, you can recover. And I'm here to tell you that in the early 90s, I filed bankruptcy and lost my home to foreclosure. Uh-huh. And I tell people this in every class and everywhere I go, because I want them to know that no matter how bad off you are right now, I've been there too. I've had uh-huh. nothing. Yeah, I've lost And look where you are now. Yes, but it all came back, and it came back better and bigger, and I'm making exactly. more money now than I ever made. You're the perfect role model for what you what you teach, Jenny. Exactly. <laughs> and I know exactly Isn't that what it the was way with that to... pickle. What's that? I said I know exactly what the things were that got me into that yeah. pickle. It's like I was teaching yeah. affirmations, and I wasn't doing them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How ironic is that? But I thought, you know, well, after you do them for a while, then they're just automatically part of your your life. But it's not true. You have to actually do them and make a conscious effort to do them all the time because otherwise it's so easy to fall into the negative trap, especially if you listen to the news with all the financial people on the news are always the ones singing doom and gloom stories. There's no positive information on the news. That doesn't sell. I don't watch the news anymore. I, I I pick and choose what I read on the internet about the news if I want to. Correct. Um, but that that it's just noise that comes from from the news on TV. The so. news exists to sell advertising to make money. So they're going to put the drama. thing that attracts the most attention, and that's why the old newspaper adage is: if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, Meaning, wow. you know, if it's doom and gloom disaster and people are getting killed, that's going to be on the front page. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to stay away so from that. Dramatized. There that's isn't anything thing. about that stuff that's going to make you happier or richer, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. And you, we can, we have choices. So, you know, watching a TV show doesn't really give us the choice of what we're watching. You have the choice to turn it off and, and find find the... the news that is relevant to you in a in a in a productive way, you know, so I'll tell you one of the happy I, I look for happy shows and some of the reality yeah. shows on T V are just dreck, but there's some happy ones. Like uh yeah. I don't know if anybody listening watches Glee, but I love that show because it's T V and it's music and it's that <laughs> social outcasts of high school banded together to have fun and produce good music, which I I think that's a great thing. Well, they had a special show on Oxygen called The Glee Project, where they uh-huh. auditioned kids from all over the place to get a part on Glee, and the grand prize was going to be a seven-episode guest-starring role on Glee. Uh-huh. Well, the thing that just made me so happy about this show every time I watched it is that the producer and the writer and the casting director and the musical director and all of these team 
of people who did the real show of Glee were there helping groom these kids to be better, to be more professional. There was no Simon Cowell ripping them off or or (laughs) making them feel bad. It was just Uh all guided towards making them better. And, yeah, they had to vote somebody off every week, but that's Uh what happens. At least they got their chance and they got to grow. Well, on the finale, they had four people, and they announced one as the winner, said, you've won the Glee Project, and there was lots of screaming and yelling, and the guy who came in second was feeling kind of bad. And then they turned to him and said, and I want to tell you, Damien, you have also won the Glee Project, and we'll get a seven-episode starring role. And then they <laughs> took the two kids who were the, the next, the last of the final four, those two, they said, and we think you're so special, we're doing a special two-episode guest starring role for each of you. Well, uh-huh. now, not only do I feel happy and joyful, I wrote about it in my blog, I can't wait till they do this show again, I'm going to be a supporter, I'm going to tell everybody about it. But uh-huh. when Glee comes on and these kids are in their seven-episode starring roles, uh-huh. I want to watch them. I know who they are now. Yeah. See? Brilliant. And the this thing is, they brilliant. they created that for themselves. Yes. And, you know, they did it with heart. And they're making lots of money showing their yeah. heart and their joy and their love of their profession, of the music, of the show, and of these kids. And to me, uh-huh. that's what we have to support, we heart-centered entrepreneurs. Yeah. If we somebody, see somebody coming from that, we have to talk about it and laud it and get more and more people into that kind of thing. Yeah. We can support things that are positive in our lives. And yeah. it's also the opportunity to see that people can create what they really want for themselves. You know, it's really amazing, Teddy, because also um, I heard something very recently that just made me so happy. And um, I love to watch American Idol. I just love seeing these these kids come through and get to, you know, um, their opportunity to sing and yeah. and and be all that they can be. And there is um there is a a, a similar show in in South Africa where I was where I grew up um, called Pop Idol. And um, uh-huh. re- the the recent uh, winner, um, the 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 last two on on the uh, on the um, the finale had decided between the two of them that over there they actually have a prize, a a, a money prize, and the money prize was half a million rand. And um, they they decided between the two of them that whoever won would split their their prize with the other one. Oh, I love that. Isn't that just amazing? Oh, I love that. That's such a great idea. And it was such a such a heartfelt thing, you know, that these two were both just as deserving as each other, and you know, only one person was going to get the prize, and they decided that you know they were both worthy of the prize, and that they wanted each other to succeed. I just thought that oh, was just God. amazing. I just love that. I love to make deals like that. I play poker. That's my my fun thing. <laughs> You know, it's a money game and a challenge, and I've learned this at the poker table, all kinds of business lessons uh, uh-huh. from poker. But I recently played in a little tournament that was going to, where you could win the buy-in to a bigger tournament in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So we got down to the last, like, 30 people, and my friend Debbie, who was playing in it, turned to me and said, Shelly, we're both close. If one of us, only one of us makes it, why don't we split it? I said, great. And she said she thought she was getting herself a deal because she expected me to win, and I got knocked out. And Debbie (laughs) made it to the final table and won the prize package, so we're both going to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) How fun. We can make we can make our lives look the way that we want to if, with that attitude, you know. And I just love what you were saying earlier about the thinking positive, and um, you know, it's, it's it's all about what we bring into our lives too, and how we treat people, and yeah. um, you know, it's it's so important. I'd love to hear more, Teddy, about the send out ships. What do you mean by that? Well, sending out ships. It, I took the. Um, the idea of it from an old movie called Lloyd's of London, 1940s, Mm -hmm. starring Tyrone Power. And it was about the insurance company that insured these merchant ships. 
And I saw how the merchants would build a ship, and they needed money for it, and they'd hire the crew and provision the ship and send it out over across the seas for a long sea voyage, hopefully to trade in foreign ports for gold and jewels and silks and spices to come back in uh-huh. laden uh-huh. with this treasure. But the merchant had to put a lot of money out into the ship before the money was ever going to come back in. And he had to send out more than one ship because stuff happened to ships. You know, they sank, the pirates got them, there was mutiny on the bounty, all of that kind of stuff. So, and then on that day when the ship sails in laden with all this treasure, that's when the merchant's fortune is made. And that's where the Uh expression, waiting for my ship to come in, comes from. Uh Uh-huh. But some people are waiting at the dock for their ship to come in, but they didn't send any out. Now, to translate that to business, you can't just go out and give out your business card and expect business to come to you. I mean, that's a piece of it. You've got to let people know where you're at. You've got to advertise your website, do a blog, show up on social media. All of that is like advertising, getting the word out, getting a presence. Yeah. But then you've got to sell. You've got to actually talk to somebody who might be interested in what you have to offer. And it right. isn't a pitch fest where calling up somebody and saying, hi, let me tell you about me. It's saying, okay. tell me about you. What are you looking for? Because that's the way I can – if somebody's looking for how to do social media and be visible and all of that, I'm going to send them to yeah. Louise. But if yeah. somebody's looking for – how to be better with their money and what, how to overcome how, what their upbringing was. I've got it. How to manage it from a financial perspective, how to build their business. i got that piece, and I'm happy to help yeah. people with it. Yeah. So sending awesome. out tips is going to a networking group, is calling somebody okay. on the phone any time. You send out yeah. a newsletter, all of the above. Yeah, awesome. Love it. Yeah. So tell us tell us more about the count your money. Count your money is keeping a budget. Okay? Yeah. A lot of people do not have a warm fuzzy feeling about the word budget. Yeah. I say it stands for baby you deserve getting everything. <laughs> okay? Love it. <laughs> yeah. Now, That's maybe awesome. not all today. Maybe you're going to do it in sequence. So I tell people mm-hmm. that you've got to have three budgets. Low, medium, and high. Medium budget is the budget you're on right now. What's really coming in and what's really going out? What are you spending your money on? And itemize it. Write it down so you can look at it. And then low budget is where you stop spending a lot of money. Anything you cannot spend, you don't spend. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then high budget, which nobody ever tells you to do. I made this up because I had to do it for myself. As I'm looking at my goals for my business, I go, well, how much money can I make here? And what if I have these many clients? And what if I charge this amount of money? What does that picture look like? And then I outline that and what are the expenses and et cetera. And after I designed my first high budget, I was on it four months later. Wow. It's really about like setting the intention of what you really want to bring into your life. It is. And then how how do you set that up? Let me tell you, most business owners never do this calculation. How many clients do I want to work with or can I work with? Uh-huh. How much money do I want to make every year? Now divide. And that's going to give you how much you've got to charge these people or you're never going to make yeah. the money you intend to make. Right. So if you think that's too much money to charge people, then you either have to work with more people or Uh sell more stuff in order to make that money. Right. So that gives you how you have to set up your business and what you have to produce in order to make the money you want. And Uh so many people never do this calculation. It's astonishing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is astonishing. And it's so simple, really, when you put it in the terms that you have, um, Teddy, that... uh, and yet, um, you know, we can set intentions in our daily lives, but we don't. Uh, a lot of people don't do it in their business life, and it's just so um, important to do it in both. Well, it's it's like 
sometimes people tell me, well, I can just do these positive affirmations. It's like the secret. I don't have to know the how. I'm just going to do affirmations, uh-huh. and money's just going to come to me. And I go, well, that sounds good, but answer me this. How many affirmations will you have to say in front of a piano before you can play it? <laughs> sort of makes you, yeah. Sort of makes you think, doesn't it? It does. And you know, I'm not a religious person, but um I like the the uh, quote um God helps those who help themselves. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. You know, we have to move into action, you know, to gather the information we need or, you know, connect with the people that are going to help us get there. And the universe will do the rest. But we have well, to be in like action. It's like the old joke of the man who prayed every night that, please, God, please let me win the lottery. And finally God yeah. spoke to him and said, buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You've got to do something to get there. <laughs> yeah. In Re- Church of Religious Science, I think they say, treat but move your feet. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh-huh. You got something in the physical world, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this has just been amazing, um, Teddy, and you've you've given us some wonderful food for thought. Um, Thank you. I know there are two other principles for the book. Would you like to run through them quickly? Do you have time? Sure. Um, The last two, five and six, are survive the storms, which we kind of talked about, how to get through the downtimes. And then yeah. six, seek balance and enlightenment. You know, like what's this planet all about for you? What does the journey of life mean? What is the central operating force in the universe? What's your part in that? What could be a more important question than that? What is love about? Yeah. And how are we supposed to express it and to who? So it's it's about having the inner wealth as well as the outer wealth. We must pay attention yeah. to that because otherwise you're not going to be happy. Yeah, it's about living in a space of joy while we're doing all this wonderful stuff to to live a good life. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Shelley. It's been fascinating talking to you and hearing your perspective. And um, I know that you're a wealth of wisdom, so I want to encourage people out there to, who are listening to really um, tap into that. And I know that you have a, a wonderful um, uh, gift for our listeners, um, Chetty. So do you want me to share about it or would you like sure, to Sure, go ahead. I forgot which gift I gave you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so so Chetty has been very uh, um, generous in, in um, offering um, this Wealthy Spirit Daily Affirmations for Financial Stress Reduction. It's a daily inspirational emails. So basically, you know, it's based on the book. It's this page-a-day book that has helped over 20,000 people achieve wealth in their work, harmony in their home, and balance between the two. And people from India, China, Sri Lanka, Great Britain, Canada, and all over the world have written to say, I actually am astounded at how much money has come to me. Your book isn't just about money, it's about loving and living. I can't believe the turn my life has taken. Since work starting since I started working with the book diligently this summer, my income has tripled. So this is an opportunity to get an insight into this beautiful book that uh, Cherry has written by signing up for the um the daily inspirational emails and get a little lesson every day about how to um uh, be in that space of, uh, of um, affirmation for financial stress reduction and create your wealthy spirit. And you can go to, uh, 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 this is the link, it's http colon forward slash forward slash bud url, bud url, b-u-d-u-r-l dot com, and then forward slash wealthy spirit, wealthy spirit. So let me just repeat that. BudURL.com, B-U-D-U-R-L.com, forward slash Wealthy Spirit. And I'm certainly going to be signing up for that um, that lovely little offer, Chelly. And, um, Thank I'd you. Like people... I'll love for you to get it and tell me what you think. Yeah, it's actually the book. It's the whole the book, yes. Wealthy Spirit, for free, just delivered every day so you can read each 
each day a page. Absolutely, absolutely fabulous. Love that. All right, so we have come to the end of the show today. Um, I want to encourage you all to to get your daily affirmation so that you can also live in a space of prosperity and and um, you know uh, um, balance and joy with um, with this um, area of our lives, which is all about creating an income and. Um, so take advantage of that. Um, again, it's budurl.com forward slash wealthy spirit. And I also want to share with you, um, again, we, we talked about, you know, we need to move in action around the things we want to bring into our lives. And every month I run the 21 Days of Inspired Action group, um, and that will be starting in September, on the 5th of September. And it's a, it's a, a really an easy thing to say yes to for yourself. It's 21 days, uh, 21 minutes a day for $21. So, you know, this is just an, a wonderful opportunity to connect with like-minded, um, heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to create similar things to you. You choose one goal and work towards that, and um, we get to encourage you and, and inspire you and give you tips to get there in a powerful way. And you can go to 21daysgroup.com to sign up for the, the uh, um, program in September. So please do that. And it's 21, the number 21daysgroup.com. Okay, so again, thanks so much, Chetty. And if you had one golden nugget to leave us with, what would that be? I would say people love to give you money. Don't forget that. People are happy to pay you for your wonderful products and services. And be happy to pay other people because what goes around comes around. And life is rich and fabulous and it's going to be great for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Shelley. So I'm going to say that again. People love to give me money. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Woohoo! Thank you so much for having me here today. It's been delightful talking with you, Louise. Oh, thank you, Teddy. It's been delightful having you here, and and I know how how um I'm sure the the listeners have been enjoying it as well, and, and got some really great gems there. So thank you so much again, Teddy. And um, next week we have Pragita Dove joining us, and she's going to be talking to us about the um the powerful benefits of meditation. And um, she is a master in in meditation and and really has some beautiful wisdom to share with us on that as well. So if you're looking to create balance and um, peace in your life, this is a a wonderful, um, going to be a wonderful show to to learn more about that. So join us next week. Same time, same place, 3 p.m. Eastern on the blogtalkradio.com forward slash keys to clarity. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks again, Cherry. Bye, everyone. Bye.